tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. All right, guys, so we're back again. It's uh, Thursday morning, and uh, I'm back here with my partner in crime, Mike Langsner, mastering mitzvahs, and uh, on to the next, right, man? Man, you don't sound very excited. Must be I'm too, pumped. I'm must pumped. be too early in the morning. You know, what? you know what? Thursday's a long day, man, networking up early and rocking and rolling, and uh, I already feel like the day's gone, and it's only, what, 10.30? So. It's 11.30. It's 11.30. See, I even missed an hour. That's it. It's crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're at episode 11, Mastering Mitzvahs, and we're going to take a little twist. All of our other podcasts have been about planning a party and some tips and tricks to be yep. a planner uh, and to be a host, but today we want to take a different approach, and today we want to do the approach of being a guest at a party. Yeah, you know what? Each and every weekend we go out, and you know we're in the grind, and we're doing all different types of events, and, and I feel like it's something that comes across our plate so often and, uh, you know, we see, you know, a, a wide variety of different type of guests. And I think that, uh, you know, hopefully we have a little bit of qualification on how to uh, have the best uh, event experience. So, uh, yeah, let's bring it to them, man. Cool. So we wrote down a bunch of different things that we've seen through the years of, of being entertainers at events, of things that we wish guests would fix. If, if you could fix a guest, that's our goal in this podcast. Or mold, not even fix, but just mold a, a perfect party goer. Okay, let's let's go. So, starting with the very first thing, RSVP on time. I mean, it, it just seems so sensible, but you drive clients crazy. If you're the type <laughs> of person that RSVPs late, you drive clients crazy. When the venue says we need a food count a week before and they can't give an accurate count because their guests haven't all responded, or because you know they they they, they don't they can't do their table arrangements yet because they don't know who's going to sit with who. That's the reason for the RSVP. Correct. And also, guys, too, I, you know, both Mike and I realize that it's a digital world and, you know, everything's done media-wise or through social media and stuff like that. But, you know, you have these incredible clients that take the time and, you know, the dedication to put together a super dope invite, uh, you know, a bar bat mitzvah, even like a wedding or a, an event, a party, whatever they're celebrating. Take the time to actually respond back on the card, you know, like don't put it in a text, don't put it in an email, hey, I'm coming, LOL, BRB, and, and send, you know, like go through the motions, it, it's it's a really special day, and uh, you know, attention to detail is huge, so definitely fill that out. So you know what, I, and one of the other things is on those cards, it usually says what the attire is. You yes. Know, what should you wear to the party? Is it black tie? Is it a... Uh, is it resort attire if it's a summer-themed party? Is Correct. it you know, uh, just formal attire? Yeah, or like like club casual, things like that. You'll see all over these invites. And uh, I think that sometimes that, that kind of goes out the door a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things we see in parties is mind-boggling. And, and we know some industry friends are listening, so you're probably laughing right now as well. If you don't know what's appropriate or what falls under the resort attire or the formal attire, feel free to call or text the, the client, you know, the, 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 the person who invited you uh, a couple weeks before the party and ask what's appropriate. Google it. Yes. Uh, you Google everything else under the sun. Be like, hey, what to wear to an outdoor wedding in June? If it's questionable, it's probably not right. It's Correct. always good to be overdressed than underdressed. You don't want to be that guy or that girl. Correct. We have a couple of those randoms that look like they snuck in off the golf course and like a, a wrinkled uh, 
you know, polo and some dockers and, and a pair of worn tennis shoes, and, and that's not cutting it. <laughs> you don't want to be the only one dressed that way. If, if 150 guests have uh, shirts and ties, then you should have a shirt and tie. 100. Attire, it's key. Yo, get suited and booted. Get dressed up. Look good, guys. It's fun. <laughs> so, so continuing in, in timeline order, what's next would be ceremony and cocktail hour. Correct. Pay attention during your ceremony. Arrive on time. Uh, I mean, you can't stress the importance of that. Nobody wants to walk into the middle of a wedding ceremony or, right. you know, the, again, there's an RSVP, there's a meet time or a, uh, what's it called, sorry, an invite time. Correct. And, and clients are usually pretty cool about setting the time of the invitation to be a half hour before the ceremony even starts. So that, that call time of 7 o'clock or 6.30 or whatever it is, is usually a half hour before stuff's going to happen. So... You know, if you're coming in late to that, you've already blown the entire time time period away. So, you know, try to stick to that. It, it's super important. Re- realistically, if you're going to be late for the ceremony, you probably should just miss it entirely yeah. and come for cocktail, cocktail hour. hour. That's it. Don't walk in in the middle of ceremony. It's disruptive. How many times have we seen, Jordan, you know, the bridal party lined up if it's a wedding or a mitzvah and everyone's all lined up ready to get introduced and then... The doors open, and who walks in? It's not it's the guest the, of honor. The, the late guests that yes. are straggling in, wondering where their tables are and where's my seat, and it's it's a whole crazy kind of debacle. But you know, preparation is totally key, and and you know, just uh, try to obey those those uh, those time uh, constraints, and, and and you'll be good. All right, so let, let's get to cocktail hour. Well, well, actually, the last thing with ceremonies: pay attention, make sure your phones are off. Yep. Uh, you know. Yep. You don't want to be that person whose cell phone goes off in the middle of a ceremony. Yeah, and we'll get into cell phones a little bit later because it's, you know, unfortunately and fortunately, you know, uh, cell phones power everybody's life and it, they have totally become an extension of your hand. So, I mean, we're not going to beat it, so we got to teach you guys how to kind of live with it. And, and you know, we're going to talk about uh, photography in a little bit too, but if there's a ceremony going on and there's a photographer that was paid by the host to be there, that's the photos that the host wants. They don't want Correct. you to go up with your camera uh, camera phone and block the photographer and get pictures. Correct. Let the photographers who are hired get the right pictures. 100%. All right, so next in order would be cocktail hour. I'm a big believer that cocktail hour is really the opportunity that you should approach the host, the guest of honor, say hello, give your hugs and kisses and your, uh, you know, your congratulatory. Giving your gift, that's where you give them your gift. Hey, what's up? You know, that, that's where you make your big entrance, so yes. to speak. You know, that. As a guest or as a host of a party, you've got a lot going on during the party, during the four hours of the reception. Um, they will do their best to make their way around and say hi to everybody during the party. But use cocktail hour to, to show your face and, right. and say hello. But don't take up somebody's time. Don't, don't, don't have a 15 or 20 minute conversation with the guest uh, of honor or the host because... They need to make their way around and talk to all of the guests. Correct. They're talking about like, oh my God, remember last week when we went out to dinner and Tommy said this. And it's all well and good, guys. And, and you know, everybody knows that you have love for that, you know, the, the, the guest of honor, the people that you're going to celebrate with. But, you know, like Mike's saying, you know, time is of the essence. You know, we have, any way you slice it, five to maybe six hours of, you know, putting somebody's love story, somebody's, you know, mitzvah development, somebody's uh, development of this event that, that's taken so much time and effort into putting together five to six hours. That's all we get. So, And it really, ultimately, it, it goes by so quick, right? It sure does. That's what every host says. They, they blink and the party is over. Yep. So, so let them maximize their time. Correct. You know? uh, yes, you were invited. Yes, they want you to be a big part of their day. Um, but you don't have to necessarily occupy their time that entire right. time. 
Oh, and you know what? And talking really quick, just to double back really quick on attire, just because I just thought about it. Something so simple, guys. If you're getting dressed and doing your thing, I know it's primarily a, a you know a mitzvah-driven podcast, but on the subject of just a wedding, just in case, and this has happened a million and one times. I know it sounds so crazy and so remedial. The bride is wearing a white dress for her for a reason, right? She's the standout. She's the look. She's what's up for the day. Don't wear anything white, guys. I don't care who you are, what you're doing. Whites, shades of whites, off-whites. It's not your day. It isn't. One day you will have one. Maybe you already did. Maybe you thought you should have done it a different way. It's all good. Maybe you even had two. You might have had two. And if so, hopefully we did both of them. So, you know, I mean, at that point, just, again, you know, make sure that you guys are, just just think on your feet. It's a lot of it's common sense. So getting back on track. All right. So cocktail hour. We want you to drink. We want you to eat food. We want you to enjoy... um, that's yep. arguably the best time. That's where you get all the all the cuisine, all the the vibe. Like I love cocktail hour. I mean, that's like the best, the best. That's that. It, it is the icebreaker before the party. But getting to the party when it's time to walk into that main room. If you're walking into a high energy room, then be part of that energy. Yep. Um, you know, at a wedding, often you walk in and you're asked to take your seats. That's great. But at a bar about mitzvah, you're asked to walk in and make your way right to the dance floor because we can't do a grand entrance. Until that energy level in that room is at a 10. Correct. Now, and the other thing, too, is, guys, you know, for everybody listening, don't get it twisted. Mike doesn't mean that you have to be up there and, you know, all eyes on you and you're this amazing dancer all of a sudden when you know deep down you haven't danced a lick in your life, you know? Like, what he's really saying is just be a a part of the energy. So, you know, don't be sitting in the back on your phone sending a text or an email. Pay attention to what your event host is saying, you know, and trying to paint a picture about this incredible day that's happening. You know, if he's requesting everybody to rise up out of their seats and take five steps towards the floor as we get ready to clap our hands to introduce our bar mitzvah boy, do it. You know, just go with it. Roll with it. Be a part of it and absorb the energy. We're designed to be an escape for that day. We're an escape for you, for your friends, your family members, these clients to say, hey, whatever I got going on in my regular life that's crazy, nutty, wild, uh, stressful, I'm leaving that for the next five or six hours. And I'm going to have a blast. I'm going to dance my butt off. I'm going to have some drinks. I'm going to see my friends. I'm going to have an awesome time. Just if you go with that feeling, the rest is gravy. Yeah, it, it really just comes down to listening and paying attention. Yep. You know, clients hired an MC or host for the party for a reason. That person is narrating and giving direction. If they're asking for you to stand, it's not because the MC wants you to stand. It's, it's the benefit of the party. So, you know, when we teach our staff, you know, we're not saying that I want everybody to stand. It's, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith want everybody to stand. Right. And, and that's important. You know, you're doing it on their behalf, not because right. the MC asked you to do it. Um, and, and throughout throughout all of the formalities, you know, if they say clap, if they say scream, you know, do it. it, it it's, again, not for the MC's benefit. It's for the benefit right. and, of the guest of and, honor. And, and the really host. all you're doing, there's strength in numbers. So the more that you're doing that, the person next to you is going to do that. The person next to them is going to jump on. Fun is contagious, an exciting time is contagious, and it just snowballs. And then all of a sudden you turn around, and unbeknownst to everybody, you have this super dope atmosphere. The energy is electric. You know, everybody's just vibing and having a great time. And that's really what it should be. You know, an event should be, you know, just natural and, and so organic and nothing forced. And, and you know what? Let's say you've never been to a bar about mitzvah before. And, and hopefully this podcast makes its way to people that haven't. And, and this is instructional for them. But you don't have to know the ins and outs of Jewish formalities to be a guest at a party. Correct. If the MC though, says, please rise, it's time to do the horror, 
don't be intimidated. Mm-hmm. The next thing the MC is going to say is, everybody make a circle. And if he's doing it right. Yeah. If he's doing it right. Everybody gather hands. Everybody, you know, <laughs> let's go around to the right. It's You don't have to understand it. You know, you're not standing on the bima reciting Hebrew. You're just making a circle. Mike, I stood hands. on the bima. I recited Hebrew, and I still don't know what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> so it's all good. You know, and we love using the term here that, you know, uh, the content will will forever reign king and and that's huge and the more that you know and the more that you can kind of take these little you know tidbits and and uh and traits that that we're trying to bestow on you you know through this podcast and just kind of put that in the back of your head it will be forever life-changing if you just did one you know what i mean one little simple adjustment will change the entire outcome absolutely so after formalities typically everyone's asked to take your seats it's time for your first course your main course every party's different right Enjoy. That's time to relax. That's time to have a conversation with your, your guests at your table. That's the time to run up and, hey, let's grab one for Instagram. Take a couple of things. Like, that's where you get your selfies in. That's where you get all the uh, organized chaos that we're pretty much, you know, trying to advise you guys on. There's a time and a place. This is the time and the place yes. right now. And, you know, I, I'm going to go back to my former life as a caterer, Jordan. One of the things that I'd like to stress as a caterer or banquet hall you know, manager you guys forgot all about that from episode one, right? Mike has a background in catering. If you're a guest and something's not right, you know, you, your table was short one chair. Right. Or, you know, you, you are allergic to something on the mm-hmm. salad plate or whatever it might be. Don't bother the host and hostess. Ask the waiter or waitress or, or you know, look for the captain or the manager. Of the facility. Right. It's usually pretty obvious who that, that person is. You don't want the host and hostess of the party stopping enjoying themselves to find out why you're short a chair. Such a great point. Simply enough, go find the manager. It's usually, you know, a well-dressed guy in a suit Huge. or, you know, a woman in a dress. Find them. You know, often they have a headset on and say, hey, I'm at table six. You know what? I'm, I'm missing a seat. Yep. They'll fix it. Don't stress the host and hostess. Such a, such a great, great point, Mike. And actually, to piggyback off that, guys, you know, if for some crazy reason you, you can't locate a member of the venue staff, Ask your photographer, ask your videographer, ask your MC, your entertainment, any of the, the motivators that are out there. All of these pieces that are that are pieces of the puzzle that have been brought together to create this experience for the family, we're all a team. And if you know what, I take that back. If everybody's doing it right and you know they're all kind of approaching the event for the client, then everybody's a team and, and that's how it should be. And when you talk to them about it, they'll be able to help you out big time. And just like Mike said, you know, extra stress on our clients and, and on your clients just makes them think about a million and one things instead of just a million and it can get really, really out of control really quick. So, you know, keeping it kind of dialed in is definitely the way to go. So at a mitzvah, you, you're, you're, now you're, you're enjoying your first course. There's typically formalities. There's, yep. uh, you know, blessings of bread and wine. We want you to pay attention. If the MC says, ladies and gentlemen, I need your attention, you know, silence in the room, please. Again, they're not doing it for their benefit. It's disrespectful to have side conversations go on when you've got a 13-year-old who's stressed as all could be. And, and 99 times out of 100, that 13-year-old has probably never done any form of public speaking really before, you know? Never right. spoke in front of that many people and, and friends, family members, people that he's never or she has never seen before. So it's, it's a rough position to be in already as, as an adolescent. Let, let, let's talk about candle lighting, Sarah. Yeah. Because candle lighting, you know, there's generally 13 candles. If it takes... Two minutes per candle, which is about right. You're looking at 26 minutes that this 13-year-old or 12-year-old possibly mm-hmm. is standing in front of the room talking on a microphone and asking for your respect. 
they've invited you, you RSVP'd yes, be polite enough to pay attention. And, and yeah, 26 minutes is a long time. Some families are electing now not to do a yep. candlelighting ceremony for that reason. And, and we too, as entertainers, we're always trying to streamline candlelighting, guys. We get it too. They're long. You know what I mean? Like I did one when I was 13 years old many moons ago and it was, it was any way you slice it, you're looking at 15 minutes, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like even if it's expedited. So we're with you on that and we're trying to get through it without it feeling rushed but expediting it as well. But how many times the guest of honor can't be heard because the side conversations in the room are too loud? You know, if you have something that's so important, text the person at your table. Right. It's okay. That's the time that we're saying right. it's good to text. Or go step out of the room. That's perfectly fine, yep. too. Gra- grab a friend that you haven't seen in a while. Go step out of the room if you want. Because what you guys also don't realize, too, and, and you know, just to piggyback on what Mike said, another you know great tip that he just rattled off, the this young man or young young woman who's you know celebrating today probably hasn't really held a microphone either. You know, as many times and us as entertainers, when we get up there and we give the whole rundown on kind of to the guest of honor about how to read and present their candles for the day, no matter how you know much they listen, they still don't really know to hold the mic directly up to their mouth because the sound really projects best when you speak into the top of the microphone. We know that as entertainers because we've been in the game for a minute. You know what I mean? So it's already tough to hear that. Guest of honor, Mike. So, you know, like we're saying, having that conversation in the back end just makes not only it take longer, the job for us, you know, uh, a bigger task to kind of corral everybody, but also, too, we're not understanding, you know, what the guest of honor is saying now. Yeah. So, you know, I, I pay pay respect Correct. To, the, to the family. That's just what that be mindful of your conversation and the, and the volume, 100. So after that, now it's party time again. It's time to be dancing. It's time back to, to rock and roll. It's just time to participate. It's time to be in the moment, as we like to say. Um, you know, whatever's going on in the room, the client brought in a photo booth, the client brought in you know, video games, air hockey, foosball, whatever it is, they brought that for you. Enjoy it. Correct. Be part of it. You know, uh, if dance music is playing and there's a lot of adults on the dance floor, join them. Get it. Join them. Um, be with the moment. I mean, you can't stress that enough. I, and, as Jordan said before, the party's going to fly by. Those four or five or six hours are over before you know it. So don't wait to the very last minute. In fact, as a DJ, the thing that always gets it me always is happens. Five, I know exactly five where you're or going. ten minutes left of the party, you got a line of people that have all these requests that they want to yeah. get. Why'd you wait so long? Where were you for the first four and a half hours? <laughs> that <laughs> we favorite were song of yours didn't just happen. You thought of that favorite song hours ago. And I know you know what I look like. I don't look like anybody else. What's going on here? So be part of the party. And, you know, don't wait to the very last minute for, yes. for anything. Um, you know, I, Jordan, let's talk about this next one here. You know, we, we wrote down here, don't take a chief role or too many cooks in the kitchen. This is kind of one of my it, favorites. It, you know what's funny is that, like, I think we both have, you know, uh, the similar opinion on this. And we didn't even know how to, like, write it down. But once we speak about it, I think you'll get it. So, you know, you're invited to an event, um, you know, a bar bat mitzvah as, as a guest. And all of a sudden... After a couple of drinks of Liquid Courage, the 21 and over crowd, everybody becomes the best friend of the family. Yes. You know, everybody becomes, oh my God, I'm uh, Melissa's, you know, best friend's third cousin's former roommate from Florida State, and she needs to hear Bruno Mars right now. Yes. So at that point, if you want to have a voice, 
or if you want somebody to be able to kind of project those requests or, you know, so we're not getting a million different things and a million different people saying like, hey, listen, if anybody knows the family, I do. I'm really the best friend. All of a sudden, there's a million best friends. Everybody's putting in requests. It's hard to like kind of narrow down where the the real request should go to. Who should we really be listening to? Who really knows the family best? We, I, I like having one person, like have that one messenger, you know, kind yeah. of set up. I mean, th- that's the reason to hire an event planner in oh. reality. Hire a trusted event planner. Hats off to the planners. You guys got your hands full. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. But if you didn't hire an event planner, you know, mom or dad, you're going to be doing this yourself or appoint one person Mm -hmm. to be your eyes or your ears. But, you know, you don't want 14 different people saying it's too hot or it's too cold in the room or what time is food coming out or DJ, make the music lower, it's too loud. But that's the other thing too, Mikey, is that takes us away from our job. That takes us, like having to handle all that stuff to, to kind of put it together takes us off the dance floor. It takes us away. Like when you book me, when you book Jordan, when you book Mike, you want us to entertain, guys. You want us out there ripping that dance floor, creating that energy, making this the greatest day and the greatest uh, form of interaction you've ever seen. If we're in the back trying to figure out, you know, why the, the, the chicken didn't come out five minutes ago, it defeats the purpose. Right, right. So let, you know, we often, and, and any good entertainment company should know in advance what the family's expectations Correct. are. They should have put a timeline together with them and reviewed it in advance. Uh, you know, we, we definitely went over music in advance. We went over expectations. So we know what the expectation of host or hostess are. We don't need 15 other people telling us what they think the expectations are. Right, right. You know, when, when there's uh, too many cooks in the kitchen or too many chiefs rocking and rolling, it, it never amounts for a, you know a, a great outcome and it's, it's just a lot of confusion um, a lot of back and forth and it could probably all been streamlined at that final appointment too yeah you know again going back to my catering day this is one of my favorite ones I can't tell you how many times as a caterer a waiter or waitress would come over to me and say Mike I guessed at table number six wants to take home some food what do I do now the family knows that the rule of the venue is no food to go right know? Whether it's a buffet or a serve meal, you know, you're there to serve the guests in that moment. And if you eat, great. We want you to eat. We want you to enjoy every last bite on that plate. But we're not here to pack up to-go bags. This is I not the I diner. Know people still, I was going to say, I didn't know people still ate like my 97-year-old grandfather. Oh, my like, God. It happens so <laughs> often. Homeboy lines his, his pockets with bags, and he'll take sugar packets and ketchup packets. I'm like, oh, God. So there, there's a reason, though. You know, <laughs> It's not because we're trying to be difficult in the catering world. Anymore. God rest him. I love you, Grandpa. Yes. <laughs> They're all the same. They all do it. It's true. But the whole rationale is your wait staff should be there waiting on the tables. They should be visible in the room, working the room. They shouldn't be in the back trying to find a takeout container and yep. then wrap it up in cellophane. And, you know, that that's not their role. Again, that might be the, the right move to do it in a diner or, you know, you go out there on right. TGI Fridays with your family. It's expected that you're going to ask for a to-go container. But in a banquet setting, it's, it's not only... Frowned upon. Thousand yeah, percent. <laughs> totally not even like proper party etiquette. That's why when you said that too, I was like, it was so crazy to me that like this still like happened and it does. And it's, listen, it's, you know, you didn't buy the food. <laughs> the family bought the food. There's nothing for you to take home. Well, actually, it's funny that now that you were talking about taking things home, you know, we didn't even write this down, but something that just popped into my brain: party favors. Yes. So as, you know, Mitzvah Talent, we go out every weekend. You guys know, you know, other companies, if you're listening and, and other events, if you've been there, the dance floor party favors, the LED wands, the hats, the all the glow stuff, the sunglasses that go out on the dance floor. 
as a good guest. I promise you, my our entertainers have been trained to make their way around the dance floor to ensure that everybody gets a little something to take home. We got to spread the love a little bit. You get a hat over here. You get a wand over there. You get a light up bracelet over there. If grandma or Aunt Ida comes over and she's like, hey, um, I need four uh, light up bracelets and two for my, my nieces who live in Colorado. I got to bring that home for them. This isn't, you know, like kind of to go from uh, from five five below over here. You don't just kind of pick it up and, and we, roll We bring it. a lot of supplies. We do. it's not an endless... And supplies. they're always back there. And then some of them will sneak in there and they're like, they're like kind of yes. rummaging through our stuff. And I'm like, you don't want to be rude. But at the same time, you're like... I promise you. I want to start slapping hands. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you reach into that box and start taking stuff. Oh, oh man. So as a good guest, that word, that goes for socks in the beginning and the favors. I promise you. We will hook you guys up as a good guest. Try not to take on your own. If you, I promise you. If you just say, hey, can I get an extra one of those or whatever, we'll give it to you. Yeah. And totally. you know what? Going back to being in the moment... Be participating. Yeah. If there's a sign-in book or sign-in board, huge. The family wants you to do it. I mean, this past weekend, I, I was asked by the catering manager, "Hey, right. can you announce?" And this was like the last hour of the night. Right. They said, "Can you announce that there's a sign-in book?" A lot of people didn't do it during yeah. cocktail hour. That's what are your cocktail hour responsibilities. Sign the book. Take a picture in the photo booth. Be present. For those of you guys planning an event too, make sure your MC announces this stuff. That's a, a pretty big trait of a, of a quality. You know, event hosts, making announcements in the room that are relevant, letting people know you have a sign-in book outside in the foyer area that you might not see any time after you come in from your car or cocktail hour. It's still there, making sure that's done. So that's big. And on top of that, too, guys, I almost forgot. You know, Mike was just talking about, you know, the sign-in board and, and, uh, and, and making sure that your autograph is on there. That's huge. If it's a picture of the bar mitzvah boy or the bat mitzvah girl, don't draw sunglasses on them. Don't color their teeth in with, with markers. The family has taken so much time to get a professional photo done that I promise you costs a lot more than you might think. And to put that out there and, and showcase their son or daughter on a day, don't draw all over it. Don't make it look like crap. You know what I mean? Like they, they, there's so much hard work and time and effort goes into this day for you guys just to come in and, you know, and this is mostly the kids. Adults, if you're doing this, we got to talk. It's on another <laughs> level. But it is mostly the kids. But you know what? Maybe for the adults, mention that to your kids a little bit too. Be like, hey, listen, you know, nothing for nothing. I know Zach had his picture up there. Do not draw on his face. You know, we want to make sure everything looks cool. So that, that's You're almost big... giving them ideas. Though. Don't that's, do it! That's a dangerous thing. Yeah, I know. No more Sharpies for anybody. So, that's it. You know, <laughs> at cocktail hour, you've got to uh, sign this book, but there's also yes. usually a gift box. Correct. Um, envelopes are one of those situations. And it's sometimes a little odd because sometimes there's not necessarily yep. a gift box, but look for a gift box. Families who are planning, make sure you put a visible gift box out there. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck collecting envelopes. Right. It, it should not be the caterer or the DJ's job to collect envelopes. We actually tell our staff that they're not allowed. Uh, God forbid something goes missing, gets dropped, and, and happens at every party. All the like, time. A guest forgets to bring an envelope. If the DJ or the caterer is responsible to collect the envelopes... They they don't know that an envelope is right. missing. So then all of a sudden, I, I back in my catering days, this haunted me all the time. The next day after the party, the, the family would call and say, hey, Mike, we're missing three envelopes. Is it possible one of your staff took it? No, your guest just forgot right. to bring it. And it happens. So families who are planning, bring a gift box. Uh, you know, A lot of them now are nice acrylic boxes with a lock on yeah, it. Yeah, they look good. They, they look awesome. Theme it along with your theme. At the end of the night, take it with you. But if you're a guest, you know, bring a gift. Right. Bring an appropriate gift as well. 
And what is appropriate? Well, I mean... Well, the boxes are usually cut to, to fit things like envelopes. That's not what I'm talking about. You know? I mean... <laughs> so, so what is the right amount? That, that's a good question. Yes. And, and this is a national podcast. So, you know, what's the right amount in New Jersey might not be the right amount in Wyoming. Correct. This is totally a, like a user judgment based on other events, people in your area. But for the most part... Ask questions. Though. Yes. A- ask other people who have been going to bar and mitzvahs. Um, you know, and, and really for the most part, you want to cover your cost of your plate of food. You know, you may not know to the penny what it costs, but if it's at a nice venue, you're having a nice meal, you know, in advance, you know, it's a country club, you're probably spending a hundred to $200 as a gift per person. So if, if you're a mom, a dad with one child, you know, multiply that gift times three. Now, you know, not to say that you need to give a $600 gift every time out the door, but you know, know what you're walking into when you RSVP. Um, you know, and, and the families, the guests, the, the host, they, they understand, you know, different um, parameters or constraints that you might be within. But do the right thing and give a gift. Try to cover your place. Right, and for a mitzvah, if, you, if, like, you know, you're a friend and maybe you're not too close to the family, but, you know, you're an acquaintance, something like that, and you're like, well, what do I do? What do I give? Chai is huge. Chai, double chai. So, like, these increments, like, you know, of 13 and and doubling it, like, that that's huge, you know what I mean? So, like, we want to make sure, yeah, 13s, 18s, stuff like, anything like a teen like that that we're rocking and rolling with, you want to make sure that, you know, it, it's a big day, you know what I mean? So, that it kind of equates to the bar and the bat mitzvah etiquette, you know what I mean? So, you could check that out and, you know, there's definitely more information that we can give you on that to Google try to it. keep it. Yeah, Google it. Google's Just, got it too. What's so. an appropriate gift for a bar mitzvah that's in, how we rock in and such and such state? Google it. Um, so let, let's kind of wrap up with the, the very end of the party. What, what happens at the very end? You've got dessert, and then it's time to go. So with dessert, first off, don't be gluttonous. Don't, how, don't <laughs> it is dessert. Now, we know some of these desserts are delicious. Got to rock and roll. I'm a big sweets guy myself. But, you know, try okay, to keep so, it. So let, let's paint the picture here. <laughs> There's a candy bar. Oh, boy. Okay. There's all these bins of candy. Families spend a lot of money, have this really nice candy yeah. decoration. You don't have to go in there and get 16 pounds of candy to go. And mess the whole display up while you're doing it. Correct. Leave some for the next guest. Correct. You know, there's, there's 150 people. Everybody should get some candy to go. Everybody should get some cake or some coffee or some donuts or whatever it is. And also, too, just to rewind it for a hot second, if the photographer or the guest of honor hasn't taken a picture of the guest of honor at that candy bar yet, don't dive in and start taking stuff yet. You know, we, the the look and the idea, that's a memory. That's an experience. That's something that somebody created to play as an accent to the day. So make in sure fact, that... Let, yeah. let the caterer fully set it up Correct. and bring it out. I, I mean, sometimes they're taking stuff off the trays while the tray is still in route to the buffet area. I know. Um, let it all get set. Let the photographer take the picture. You know, let the guests enjoy the, the setup there. 100%. So... Let's just talk the very end of the party. It's coming around. You've had your cake. You've had your coffee. We'd like you to stay to the end when possible. Yes. Yes. You know, like the cake and coffee for some reason in the entertainment world, Mikey, and I know you see it too, that kind of puts embeds in people's brains that it's time to go. They're like, I have my cake, have my coffee, jackets on, shoes on. We got an hour left. It's all good. Let's beat the traffic. Let's get out of here. Yeah, if, and listen, if you know that you have something else to go to, you have another function. Everything super far, you you know, it took you a minute to get in here. I get that. We get that, you know? So so say your goodbyes, but quickly, just like when you were saying your hellos, because again, you don't want to steal the guest of honor and the host off of the dance floor for the last half hour. 
because you need 15 minutes to say yeah, goodbye. And that, and that uh, honestly is, aside from the very beginning, that's a huge energy time. That's where, like, you know, we're, we're bringing the whole party full circle. It's been a great event. It's been a tremendous day. And, you know, we're basically, you know, energized and thanking everybody and just really having everybody leave it all out on the dance floor one last time. And we need that high energy. So if you're leaving early or if, you know, you're, you're trying to say goodbye to the guests of honor for, you know, nine years, it literally takes that energy away and it, it kind of, it, it, it creates a disconnect. I mean, I, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but if it's me and I have to leave early, I kind of sneak out. I was mm-hmm. called the Irish Oh, well, Irish exit it, man, all day. That's I it. I sneak out, but I'll send the guests, you know, the, the family. Thank you so much for having us. I'll shoot a text right in the parking lot. Hey, Absolutely. I had to leave a little bit early. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Perfect. D- didn't want to disrupt your fun the last Correct. hour. Had so much fun. Thank you for inviting us. And that is so not being rude. That's totally doing the absolute opposite. And you're helping to, you know, have that party go out on, on that high note. Absolutely. So... I think we did it. I think we kind of gave our guests 30 minutes of real good, solid information on how to be a better guest. How to be a better guest. And you know what? If you don't listen to any of this, I don't know. Then we we just say we got no hope. We tried our best, right? Absolutely. So (laughs) we did set up a Facebook group. I think we mentioned it last week. Mastering Mitzvahs Facebook group. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Like the group. Um, if you have questions about being a guest, if you have questions about planning a party, totally uh, jump in there, respond. That, yep, that's going to be our actual uh, conversational platform where you know from uh, throughout the week, Mike, myself, uh, and you guys as, as listeners too. We're going to put topics out there. We're going to throw uh, you know different statements and ideas and and try to drum up some conversation. Let's uh, you know we want to get everybody's opinion regardless of where you're listening or you know you could be next door, you could be across the country. You know that's what it's all about. So uh, like Mike said, definitely subscribe to that. Uh, that Mastering Mitzvahs uh, group that we have going on Facebook. Um, and again, if you're not following this podcast yet, you can now check us out on all podcast platforms, right? Yeah, so Spotify, iTunes. Spotify and iTunes are, are the big ones. Uh, our Anchor uh, FM uh, link that we will put in the uh, in the description so you guys could check that out. And remember, if you're looking for more information on our brand, it's xeevents.com. Uh, you can find all of our social media stuff through Explosive Entertainment. There's no E. It's just X-P-L-O-S-I-V-E Entertainment. Jordan Marshall and Mike Langsner bringing you guys some more uh, entertainment and bar and bat mitzvah awesome sauce this week. So thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Jordan, and you became much more energetic yeah, you when know you what? first started this. You know what? As we start to talk and get the, the creative juices flowing, I get energized. I like it. So thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed. And if you have any ideas uh, or topics you want us to discuss, shoot us a quick message. We're happy to... Uh, adjust our format and, and jump in and respond to any questions and ideas. Totally. And uh, if you're celebrating something this weekend or going out to any mitzvahs, mazel tov to whoever you're rocking and rolling with. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys this weekend. And if not, we will definitely be speaking with you next week. Mastering Mitzvahs, and we'll catch you next time. Later.